You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Clap Your Hands podcast brought to you by Odyssey Sports, brought to you by Sports Radio 94 WIP. And man, brought to you by really the only person not on vacation right now. We got Kyle's off in Australia, James Harden's in China, the hardest working man in the biz, Jack Fritz, stepping in for an emergency. Clap your hands. What's up, buddy? Tell you what, uh, they never cease to uh, to amaze me, the, the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, what well, a what a well-run franchise you have there, buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, are you just going to take a Phillies victory lap this no. whole time? Are we going to... No, because honestly, like honestly, all jokes aside, like this sucks, man. Like, yeah, it just it just sucks where we're at with this franchise, and um, it, it because like obviously we want the Sixers to win, like we love the Sixers, like yeah, I watch yeah. every game, whatever. I know I'm a the, the Phillies guy or whatever, but like I care a lot about the Sixers, and it just feels like right now this whole thing is just a a rudderless ship, um, and and now it's just like I've lost confidence in so much of this franchise to where it's like. I just, I just want it to be over. Like, like I just, like I'll move on from the process, start over. And like, the thing that I keep coming back to, Elliot, and I felt this way for a little bit, is they just don't feel like the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, they just feel like the Sixers. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. a big difference, I think, with them in this city versus some of the other teams. So, there's a lot to get into, obviously. There was, we'll, we'll get into all of it. There was a report yesterday, which was the jumping off point, I would imagine, for this Harden comment. The Sixers come out uh, yesterday. I should say the, I say the Sixers, but technically it was a report from ESPN that the Sixers right. have taken Harden off the trade table. I can only imagine. Don't even call. Yeah, I can only, yeah, don't even call exactly. So that's our out guy. <laughs> yeah. And then I wake up this morning all excited for joint practice, all excited for my messy game on Tuesday. And uh, James Harden, a clip in China of him basically, or not basically, straight up saying, Daryl Morey is a liar. I will never play for an organization that he's a part of. And then he flips it, brings it back. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be part of an organization that he is a part of. So lot to unpack there. But I will start with where you started. And it's how I feel this morning, to be completely honest. So I know you're not on the pod all the time, but we do a lot of WIP together. And you know that all offseason, I have defended this team. Well, everyone's been ripping them. I've been saying, look, they've accomplished a lot. They get to the second round all the time. That's not something completely gloss over. Joel Embiid just won MVP. James Harden's much better than I won't give him credit for. I really have defended this team. This was the first point for me where it felt like a, a breaking point. A breaking point of like, grow up. Like, is this seriously what they're doing again? I, like, there, there was legitimate things to be excited about last season that could be building points. Maxi took a big step. Harden and Bead and Maxi had their first kind of true postseason run. They lost, I think, a good series to the Celtics. And it's just all blown up. And all offseason, I've had this feeling of, look, I know Harden wants to leave, but he's friends with Joel. He's at the, the white party with Michael Rubin, like all these things. 
And then you see this video and I'm just reminded of like, maybe everybody else is just correct. Like all this defending of the Sixers, we have all these dumb leaks from Daryl Morey. First of all, why are you leaking? You're no longer trading him. Like that's childish. Like, what are we doing here? It doesn't matter. He's not really off the trade block. So all you're doing is poking James Harden. That's all you're doing. By, le by leaking that, all you're basically saying is, James, I'm not trading you. And you're getting him upset. And then this is the result of that. James Harden comes out and calls him a liar. And it's an embarrassment. Like, it is a straight-up embarrassment for the Sixers. And if their whole plan is to sign free agents next offseason, guess what? Good luck with that. Because you guys look like the laughingstock of the NBA. James Harden is calling your GM, the GM that you're paying $10 million a year to, to clean all this up, to be the guy that's supposed to be one of the best in the NBA, to be the guy that, that has a good relationship with James Harden. He's being called a liar in front of everybody. What's Joel thinking right now? If you're Joel Embiid, what are you thinking as you're seeing the best player you've ever had play with you call your GM a liar? If you're Joel or if you're Tyrese Maxey, the Sixers have reportedly said, look, we're going to take care of you next offseason. That's exactly what just happened with James Harden. I don't know what Tyrese and James Harden relationship is like, but I'll tell you this. If they have a good relationship, this is terrible because now Max is going to sit there and go, why should I wait a full year? You just said that to James Harden, it seems at least, and now he's not getting paid. You said to James Harden in a, basically a joint statement the day of the first day of free agency that we're going to try to change it, trade James Harden. Now you're saying you're not going to trade him. So what's really happening here, like it's embarrassing. All these things are true. And I completely understand Every Sixers fan that's called me a fool first for defending the team. But that aside to what you said, Jack, I think is so true. At the end of the day, we all want the Sixers to be good. This is not like none of us benefit from anything that's happening right now. Not no. the fans, not James Harden, not Daryl Morey. And it's embarrassing to wake up to this. Well, it just, and it just stinks because like, you know, it, it, you're seeing two grown men like kind of having this this falling out right in front of us. And you know, I, I know everyone's mad at James Harden, and it, it's okay to be mad at James Harden, but at the same time, like, look at everything that Daryl Morey has kind of done to him in the last, you know, year. I mean, year and a half, whatever. Like, when he when he signed a contract and he, he left $15 million on the table or whatever, which they, they, they were obsessed with putting out, that he, that he, he right. left money on the table. Biggest PR campaign ever. But that was obviously designed because it felt like this was going to – it was like a handshake agreement. And it was like a wink, wink, like you do this now and I'll take care of you next offseason. James Harden, for as bad as he or as annoying as, as he was in, in the playoffs, even though he did have some great games, but like he was yeah. annoying in game six. Seven. Um, he averaged 20 and 10 and got back to an all-star kind of level, level of play. And I think obviously he's like, okay, well now this like uh, Daryl Morey is going to max me out. Like this is what yeah. I do. Like it's fine. Um, and then Daryl Morey doesn't. He basically cuts off all communication with James Harden, the guy that put him on the map, by the way, which, like, if you're James Harden, you're like, hold on, who the hell's Daryl Morey? Like, I I, I made Daryl Morey. Like, yeah. I turned Daryl Morey into this, like, $10 million a year GM. It wasn't the other way around. All he did was go get an undervalued asset from the Thunder and let me cook, essentially, for, for, for 10 years. Like, that's all he really yeah. did. That's all he really did. And then what happened this offseason, which is the whole, yeah, he, everyone's like, well, James Harden opted in. He opted in because he I wanted to get it. traded. Yeah. Like, what do we, like, it's, uh, it, I, I just think that we can be mad at everyone. Like, Maury has screwed this up colossally, and James Harden is a huge baby. And the only people that are losing right now are, are us, are, are the people that, that care and the people that, that wanted to see the team go play well. Like, they are such a, and, and, and it goes all the way up to the top, too. I mean, I mean, John, I mean, where is he? I mean, now, now, 
everything's kind of crumbling here. And it doesn't, like, this guy's doing, like, thank you, Josh Harris things in Washington. And the fans are like, oh, oh my gosh. It's just, they are such, I just, I just want them to go away. Like, I just, the vibes in the city are so good. (laughs) And the fact that we have to spend a lot of time today discussing this just, they're just the, they're just the worst. What you said about them going away. This is something I have felt all offseason at every stupid tweet they put out. Every time Joel puts out a tweet. Every time Daryl Morey puts out a tweet. Oh, the crumble every cookies. Time, the, every time. Tobias Harris yeah, exactly, thing. Exactly, yes. Now, I'll tell you this. So, we're recording this at 9.15 in the morning. There is a soccer game at 3 o'clock. So, get ready for a Joel tweet. Something like uh, Manchester United's playing. It's going to put, like, United or whatever. Like, there, we will get a Joel tweet today. I would be shocked if we don't. Great. But that, awesome. that's, what, like, that's what's been frustrating for me is, I have, again, defended the team, and I believe rightfully so. I still believe everything I've said. But, like, this is where I can understand why fans – like, I've never seen the city this mad at the, at, at the Sixers. Like, you talk to fans every single day. Your show, 2 to 6 every day, 94 WIP. Everyone tune in. Fritz at 6 as well. But you talk to fans all day. Like, right, wrong, whatever. Fans feel how they feel. And right now, stuff like this is not helping them get back in the good graces of the city. Like, I don't know what the roster is going to look like night one. I don't know what, you know, uh, if James is going to be there, frankly, if Joel is going to be there. But it would not surprise me if this team catches some booze at their introduction, like, of, of the player introduction the night up. Like, it just Maybe give a st- like, What about a standing ovation? Would what that, about would a that standing help? ovation? Yeah. Like, <laughs> would that help? movement started. Stand for well, Joel and uh, James. Well, and here's my problem is obviously everything going on right now. I think it's naive to think that this is just going to go away and be fine. Well, and and that's what I used to think, which is which sucks the most. I used to think that James was going to report to camp. He's friends with Joel. Everything will all be good. Clearly not. Like everyone that made the fat suit jokes and all the like, this is what he does. Like, yeah, this is step one of that. Like this is straight up step one of him causing a massive scene whenever they start training camp. Yeah, and it's just it's um the, the the bigger problem to me is now where do they go from here? Like I, I think this feels like it's trending towards they get James Harden out of here. He ends yeah. up in Los Angeles. You get I don't know. You probably not. You probably don't even get Terrence Mann at this point. Like you and honestly, you get, who cares? Like I like Terrence Mann, but like so I'm not going to be like good job Daryl. He did it. Maury season if they get Terrence Mann. Like yeah, it's not going to be a good trade. But you you do the trade the Clippers, make it all happy, make this whole thing go away. The problem for me now is if, if their whole plan is we need to have as much cap space as possible heading into next summer. This these James Harden comments calling yeah. Daryl Morey a liar. We know NBA like like I know we view James Harden as a clown. Most of the city views James Harden as a clown. He's still a top seventy five player of all time that I think yeah, that is very is popular. Pretty, is well respected in the league. Yeah. And and I don't and these comments about Daryl Morey like what players gonna want to sign up for that? Like they have to do a big turnaround here at least pr wise of trying to get uh, or just move on from daryl morey because i don't like this is the nba more than any other sport is about the players it's a player mm-hmm. league like player empowerment they move around whatever when they want to go they kind of go if that's the case who's signing up to come play for a guy who was just called by one of the best players of all time uh a liar like yeah. that's just that's not a, a good spot to be in 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'll be interested to see if, like, if the Sixers respond today. Like, what their response... I mean, I'd imagine it's going to be some version of, like, we never promised this to, to Harden, blah, blah, blah. But let's kind of go through the timeline really quickly to say what we believe happened. So, last offseason, like, do you think the Sixers promised him money? Because while we can sit here and go, you know, James Harden's a bit of a loose cannon. He's forced his way out of two teams. This is nothing new for him. Like... He turned down the extension with the Nets. He forced his way to the Sixers. It was either the, yeah, forced his way to the Sixers from the Nets. Mm -hmm. And then he takes less money. Everyone said it. Like, whether I thought it was silly at the time, everyone made it clear he took less money. So if you look, like, pretty consistently, his actions have been that of somebody that is hearing through back channels, I am going to get paid by the Sixers. Why do you force your way to the Sixers if you don't think Maury's going to pay you? Why do you force your, why do you turn down extension from the Nets if you don't think you have that money coming from the Sixers? Now, the weird point with this is, and this is something I'm sure the Sixers will point to, why then in December do, does uh, James Harden start the whole Houston really wants me thing? So my question for you would be, is like, we kind of think through this. Do you think Daryl promised him money? And if he did, why did James Harden start to leak rumors that he was going to go to the Rockets? Well, I, I think the promise money thing is interesting. Um, but I also think that, you know, I, I could see him taking advantage of James Harden, not having an agent and, and trying to use his relationship as like, uh, you know, this is before he had an agent, right? Or right. Now it? he has an agent. Yeah. At the time. Now he has an agent. So I, I think, I don't know, obviously I don't know if they promised him, but I, I do think that there was a wink, wink thing there. I thought the, the Houston thing, I mean, maybe he just started getting the, the sense in the middle of the season, like yeah. we're probably not going to pay you pal. And then he tried to. Um, you know, create some kind of market out there. And uh, again, a bad sign for Harden that they signed Fred Van Vliet to the hundred. Yeah. And what, I mean, that's just, it's not a good sign. Um, so I think this whole thing's been posturing to try to get the Sixers to, to balk and pay. And I just don't think he wanted to do it. And like on one hand, on one hand, I'm happy that Daryl is at least seeing the light, you know, mm -hmm. and being like, okay, I can't pay this guy. Like he's going to sink my franchise. Like, for a guy that essentially had made his career off trading for James Harden a couple times, right. like, to be able to be like, ah, probably not the smart thing to do for this franchise. I think that's good. The only issue is what it creates uh, image-wise for, for, yeah. for Daryl Morey and what it makes the Sixers look like, how they're going to disrespect one of the best players. Like, I just, that's a, again, it's almost like you have to move on from Morey to rebuild your image. Because I just... I would be very surprised if an NBA player is like sign me up. But then you start thinking about okay, well, how does how does it be? Like it just yeah. there's so many aspects of this thing, and it and it, it keeps just pointing back to to the Maury thing. So I'll start by saying like I do believe that James was promised some type of money. Yeah. I just and so all right, what let me an Eagles reference in here real quick. When the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts, right? They swore up and down. This had nothing to do with Carson. They called Jalen a backup. They said he'll never take the job. You're foolish to think he'll ever take the job. We'll, like, we'll never know the honest to God truth. Did they draft Jalen and then things fell apart and they lucked into him? Or 
did they draft him thinking Carson was going to fall apart? Some things in sports that are really important, we just will never know the honest to God truth. With this right here, I don't think we'll ever know the honest to God truth of what Daryl said to, to James Harden, unless he was dumb enough to put it in a text message or an email and James Harden now has this over his head. Now, if Daryl knew that he had that, you would think he would probably act accordingly. But regardless, my point is this. We might never know what was actually said and what the true intentions of, of what was said, but everyone is lying to themselves if they don't think James Harden is acting like someone who was promised a ton of money and is now having that money take away. Like yeah. maybe Daryl mismanagement where he did, did, let's say he said something like, hey, you know, uh, look, I want to sign PJ Tucker and Daniel House. We can't do it. Take a little bit, little bit less now. Next year, the new CBA will be in effect and, you know, we'll really be able to take care of you then. And that's not a promise. It's not a written thing. But let's be honest, like everyone in each of their own walks of life, let's pretend your boss says to you, hey, man, can't give you a raise right now. But I'll tell you what, next year, like, I got you. Like, you know, I can't, but, but I got you. And then he didn't. Like, how would you react to that? How would you feel if a year later you're not getting that money? So did James Hart, first of all, he had a better year last year than he did the year before. So that is worth taking into consideration. Well, he, I mean, he reestablished himself last year, I felt like. you know, he was and, almost an all-star. And I think heading into the playoffs, I think people were like, all right. Like, I think that's why the reaction is so harsh right now, Elliot, is because I think yeah. people bought in again. And I think that yeah. James Harden gave us a, a reason to believe again because I mean, he led the league in assists. He was like being a good kind of sidekick to, to Joel Embiid. I mean, like, and I think that's what's being missed here. Like, we, we, we've all been in this situation. Like, we all yeah. talk to bosses that are like, yeah, listen. Right now, I understand. Whatever, just just wait it out. That's that's a that's a a wink. Yeah. If it doesn't if it doesn't happen in your life, you're mad too. Yeah, like you're you're one hundred percent. Now, it's, it's now, how it works. The other thing people will say, and what we should get into is, well, then why do you opt in? Right? Like, there's a lot of you know very popular tweets on Twitter right now. Everyone getting those likes and retweets. I'm not mad at it. Go get them. Where it's like James Harden, like uh, you know, I don't want to play for the Sixers. James Harden opted in to play for the Sixers. But here's the deal. Like, if we want to be honest about this, when he opted in, the statement that came out was saying the Sixers are going to trade him. Like, yes. when he opted in, everyone, including me, all the fans, celebrated. Why? Because it was James Harden is not going to play for the Sixers. The, the, the overarching feeling was James Harden is gone. Now, you could say, like, they did try to trade him. They did. They, By all reports, they've talked to the Clippers. And I don't blame Daryl Morey for asking for a ton. But ultimately, James opted in with the expectation he would not play for the Sixers. And so for Daryl to, le to release a statement or, you know, maybe release, you know, talk to ESPN and say that, like, yeah. of course, I'd be pissed if I was James Harden. James Harden was told by the team, and it seems pretty clear, and I'm pretty sure Maury has said this on the record, yes. that they would work with him to try to find a trade. That is not like, again, put yourself in a real life situation here. Imagine your boss said to you, and it's tough because you don't really trade, but like, let's say he said to you, hey, I'm going to try to get you to the Denver office, or I'm going to try to get you to, to our sister company in Boston. And then you're hearing Boston wants you, blah, blah, blah. And then your boss like, ah, actually, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like, of course you would be mad. We could all sit here and talk about, well, he's not giving up Terrence Mann or wait for Paul George or all these things. Bottom line is this. James Harden doesn't care what they get back in the trade. James was told he was going to be traded. Daryl's not doing it. Is, is should James bite the bullet and come in? Maybe, maybe he should do that. He's getting paid $35 million, like all those things. But ultimately, I just think everyone looks bad in this situation. I can't get behind the, this is James Harden being annoying. This is blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's all of them. I think Daryl is just as much to blame, if not more. 
and the thing that I, I keep going back to is like, I don't want James Harden here anyway. See, but you know, I do. Like, like that's I know you do. I know yeah. you do. But like, I don't want him here anyway. So like, I'm not going to be mad at James Harden for wanting to get out. Good. Great. Whatever. Right. Go well, ahead. Remember, like, that was the reaction when the tweet came out. Remember. I know. That, that was. So everyone doing revisionist history on this whole like, oh, like, why'd he opt in then? Because everyone thought he was gone. No one thought yeah. he was going to play here. And, and that's why. By the way, I, I want to break this down. Because I watched the video like 10 times. And I'm so confused. Why did he say it twice? Like, like I couldn't tell if he was like trying to set up. A, he's a showman. Come on. No, I know. But another, like, I would think. Here's what I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if they were setting up like a, a produced video oh, and yeah. he wanted to get the cut right. Like it was like, yeah, we no, got, like 100%. I, yeah. I definitely because like the video, like the, the videos that all came out today were like just on people's phones that they just sent yeah. over. Um, like it looks it looked like he was trying to do like a professional like, all right, cut scene out. You know what I mean? <laughs> the funniest part is how Shams has the video with the direct quote like. You know that video taken was the video from someone on Harden's team. And you know that they were like, here's exactly what he said. And the funniest part is, so James Harden's in China. First of all, China, not the biggest fan of Daryl Morey. I would imagine this probably went over relatively well there. But he's in, he's probably doing some like basketball camp where he's going to stand up there and talk about like, I don't know, playing basketball and how much, you know, whatever. And then he just comes out. Imagine being like a reporter or a kid at that camp. And he just comes out. He's like, Hey, we're going to talk about basketball today, but real quick. Daryl Moore is a liar and I'll never play for the organization again. All right, who wants a free pair of shoes? Who wants a, let's go warm up. Let's go strap. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the other part of this. Like his agent has mismanaged this too. I just, it's three people that are supposed to be good at their jobs that are handling it poorly. And that's yeah. what sucks. Like that's what sucks.